Thomas Edison is often credited with the invention of the light bulb. Yet nothing could be further from the truth. If there's any modern invention that really can't be attributed to a single person, it would be the incandescent light bulb. Learn more about the history behind the incandescent bulb, perhaps the most significant invention of the 19th century, on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935, after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by CuriosityStream. Television is a lot like food. You can spend your time consuming junk food, or you can spend your time consuming something healthy. Curiosity Stream is like health food for television. They have over 2,500 educational programs available for streaming on almost any device, and on an incredibly wide variety of subjects, like the biography of Thomas Edison. I've been a Curiosity Stream subscriber since the service was first launched in 2015, and I watch it several times a week. Prices start as low as $2.99 per month, or $19.99 per year, one of the cheapest streaming services available online. If you're a curious person, and let's face it, you are if you're listening to this podcast, then you can start your subscription by visiting everything-everywhere.com slash curiositystream, or by clicking on the link in the show notes. Merriam-Webster defines incandescence as the emission by a hot body of radiation that makes it visible. In that sense, Incandescence has been around since we invented fire. The first time we heated something and it glowed, we had started down the path which would take us to the incandescent light bulb. Historian Robert Friedel and Paul Israel, in their book Edison's Electric Light, documented no fewer than 22 different people 
who invented incandescent lights before Thomas Edison. If you've ever hooked up a wire between the ends of a battery, you will have noticed that the wire got hot and the wire started to glow. The idea of artificial light was probably the very first thing people thought of when they started to experiment with electricity. The first documented case of using electricity to heat a wire to incandesce to create light was by Ebenezer Kinnersley in 1761, which was well over a century before electrical light was ever commercially available. The reason why it took so long, and so many people took a stab at incandescent light, was that when things heat up, they tend to burn. If you make something hot enough to produce white light, it's probably going to burn quickly. This is the reason why we say a light bulb burned out. The filament in the bulb literally burns. So solving the problem of electrical light was really solving the problem of temperature, heat, and combustion. The first person to put together something which we might recognize as an incandescent light bulb was British scientist Warren de la Rue in 1840. He put together two ideas which, while they weren't the ultimate answer, were big steps in solving the problem. First, he picked platinum as a filament because it had a very high melting point. That meant he could reach very high temperatures while retaining the integrity of the filament, which would mean more and better light. Second, he put the filament inside of a vacuum tube. With less air to interact with, the filament wouldn't burn because there was no oxygen. A vacuum was the original reason why light bulbs were bulb-shaped. They were originally designed to hold a vacuum. Platinum was a good idea, but totally impractical given the costs involved. The idea of a curled filament in a vacuum tube was a good idea, however, and people did build off that. The next big innovation was the use of carbon filaments. Carbon is obviously much cheaper than platinum, and it technically has an even higher melting point. American John Starr received a patent for a carbon filament lamp, but it was never put into production or made practicable. And this was the problem. Many inventors had come up with electrical lights, but nobody could make something which was practical and affordable. So the invention of the light bulb really wasn't so much discovering the idea of incandescent light from an electrically heated filament. That idea had been around for a long time. The challenge was making something that worked well and could be deployed. This is sort of like the iPhone. The iPhone wasn't the first smartphone, but it was the first to really provide a coherent experience that was easy to use. Here is where we bring in the two main characters in the story of the light bulb. Joseph Swan was working in England, and he began working on incandescent lighting starting in 1850, and returned to the project on and off over the next several decades as equipment improved. In the 1870s, his work went into high gear. He showed off a light to a crowd of 700 people in 1879, which could last for 40 hours, which was a really long time for a light bulb. The bulb had a high vacuum, a carbon filament, and platinum lead wires to the filament to handle the high current which was required. Between 1879 and 1881, he lit the first homes, theaters, businesses, and streets with electrical incandescent light in London. At the same time, over in the United States, Thomas Edison and his laboratory began working hard on the problem of incandescent lighting and began filing patents. The patents covered everything from creating shaped carbon filaments to the wire supports for the filaments. The problem was, there were a lot of patents floating around for a lot of similar ideas. There was as much or more litigation and buying patents at this time than there was actual innovation in electrical lighting. In 1883, the U.S. Patent Office invalidated many of Edison's patents, which led to years of lawsuits, and eventually granted him a patent on carbon filaments in 1889. 
Edison eventually began buying up patents and had to merge with Joseph Swan Company in Britain to avoid conflicting patent claims. They created the Edison and Swan United Electric Company, which eventually became known as Ediswan. By the turn of the century, electrical lighting was a thing, but it wasn't universal yet, and there were still some major problems. The standard bulb at this time was a carbon-based filament in a vacuum enclosed by a glass bulb. The average bulb had a life expectancy still of about 40 hours, which was far too short unless you had a use which could generate a lot of revenue. Progress on electrical lighting kept moving forward. One thing which people continued to work on was the creation of a metal filament. Both tantalum and osmium were developed, but they proved to be too expensive. Finally, in 1904, Hungarian inventor Sandor Just and Croatian inventor Franjo Hanneman were awarded a patent for a tungsten filament light bulb. Tungsten made a much brighter light and lasted much longer. It was tungsten which eventually became the basis of almost all filaments in incandescent light bulbs. The other big innovation was getting rid of the vacuum. Vacuums are hard to make and hard to hold. Even a slight weakening of the seal can cause air to seep in and then for the filament to burn out. The biggest innovation here came with filling the bulb with an inert gas. Inert gases such as krypton and xenon allowed for brighter bulbs and reduced blackening, which is when the inside of the bulb is coated with a black residue which reduces light. Once the basics of the incandescent bulb were established, there was a steady stream of small improvements to the bulb over a period of decades, which improved efficiency and lowered costs. However, no matter what was done, there was still one major problem that could never be overcome because it dealt with incandescence itself. Heat. As I mentioned before, the process of incandescence involves making a heated object glow to produce light. About 95% of the energy which goes into an incandescent bulb ends up turning into heat. This is great if you have an easy-bake oven or a lava lamp, both of which depend on the heat of a light bulb, but not great for anything else. This is why fluorescent bulbs and LED bulbs were created. They can create more light with less heat and hence save energy. The creation of LEDs is a fascinating story in and of itself, but that will have to wait for another episode. So, why is Thomas Edison so often credited with the invention of the light bulb? Mostly because his name was on the early bulbs. While Edison didn't invent the light bulb per se, his lab did do a significant amount of research. And more importantly, his company, Edison Electric, had the most money, which meant that they were able to manufacture and distribute electrical lighting. One of the funny things is that the symbol for inspiration or a sudden idea is a light bulb which appears over someone's head. Yet the development of the light bulb was the exact opposite of that. When trying to find the right filament, Edison's team tested over 1,600 different substances to find the right one. And that shows why Edison said genius was 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. The executive producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is James Makala. I want to give a big shout out to the listeners in Italy, Belgium, Poland, Ecuador, and Malta for putting this show on the Apple podcast charts in those countries. I have been to all of your countries, in some cases multiple times, and I'm hoping that we can see the show on the charts in more countries soon.